Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Welcome to the Abroad Japan Podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Bourne, and we're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson himself. Pete, how the devil are you doing? What's going down? Hello, mate. Hello. How are you doing? You alright? I... You're stuck in an attic again. <laughs> I, Chris, am uh, in my little cabin down the end of the garden where I keep my things. Um, and I, uh, I've i got myself a new monitor, right? I got myself a new fancy monitor because I was like, I've not had a new Ooh. one for like five years. And I got a new graphics card. So I was like, right, I, I'm, I'm, st- I'm, uh, there's a bottleneck here. And 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 my eyes are bad. <laughs> so I'll get myself a new Aww. monitor. Uh, but it's like HDR, right? Or HDR as uh, non uh, yobs, high dynamic yobs, range. Yobs uh, read uh, uh, say, um, and it's. I've started watching uh, these guys on YouTube who, who float around um, Shibuya with their cameras. You know, like with uh, they have a little uh, yeah, dolly yeah, yeah. kind of camera, the, the nice and steady cam, mm. and go around. But they, I didn't realize they filmed in HDR. And my God, watching some of these videos, walking around Shibuya. Oh, it takes me back. Oh, it makes me feel like I'm there. Second best, second best to actually going is watching a man or woman walking around Shibuya with an HDR <laughs> enabled camera. Yeah, <laughs> there's plenty of these channels. I think the big ones, Ram, is it Rambalak? Rambalak. Rambalak. And he goes Ooh. around, or she, I don't think they've ever revealed their face. <gasps> um, but I watch these videos and I'm like, why don't I just do this? It'll be a lot fucking easier than <laughs> scripting, shooting, flying drones, going into mines, yeah. breaking, like, you know, all this stuff when I could just walk down a road with a bloody camera through Shibuya. Mm. You're, yeah, but I get the appeal. I get the idea that you could just put these videos on in the background and it's relaxing, right? It's like, nice. And it's, you're seeing Japan unfiltered, right? Yes, yeah. You're just kind of you're wandering around and anyone could be doing anything anyone could be doing anything anything <laughs> anything well I actually did, speaking of walking around I just walked across Tokyo in a day for a video uh, I'd spent oh about 10-12 hours walking from Asakusa to Shibuya with uh, American <laughs> Pete we did a video we walked across the whole city and uh the idea was to just go through each district, see what it was like, and also do a little bit of a physical challenge in between, right? And it was a lot of fun. Um, it was pretty tiring. My legs are still killing three days later. Uh, but it was nice. We ran into like 50 people that knew who we were. 
Um, mostly me admittedly bless Pete it's really awkward they'd come up and be like oh my god it's Braun Japan and the American man the and American like, nobody man to know Pete's name oh. and it was just really awkward seeing how people just sort of looked at Pete and would be like oh you're the a Braun Japan friend <laughs> and just, but then there was like every time someone was like it's Pete we'd all be really happy and excited and delighted <laughs> that he got recognised and rightly so he, he's earned it Yeah, but it was pretty funny the American man. I like that. I think I'm as guilty as anyone of propagating that, given that I refer to him as my best American friend. Oh, that's um, nice. As opposed to Pete. Yeah. <laughs> but his name is Pete. Remember yeah. that if you run into him. True that. It was good fun. It was really good fun. And uh, hopefully it should be a good video. Also, I had a, an interesting week. The uh, the Abroad Japan event in, uh, in the UK, in London, on December 17th, hit a bit of a snag when uh, rail strikes were announced in the UK meaning none of the trains work. Uh, so half the people coming to the event now can't get to London. And right. I made the grievous error of being angry about that and doing a tweet being like, there oh, are rail strikes, the event's buggered. Blah. And then it got political and about a million people political. descended upon it. Those people were like, oh, I'm with the strikers, fuck your event. And I was like, listen, I'm all for the strikers. I'm not <laughs> I didn't saying, say that, I just said it I, sucks. Yeah. I'm not saying like I'm against the strikers. I'm just saying it's a bit of a shame. Mm. You know, I, I, if the event doesn't happen or it goes to ship, then yes, it's sad. It's the first abroad in Japan event we've done in 10 years in mm. London. And 500 people are coming. But it's, you know, I feel sad for the 500 people that might not be able to come now. Mm. Um, but then the whole thread got like hijacked and... It turned into like a war. You had like people defending the strikers. You had people saying unions are awful. And my whole phone for like four days was just going. So I deleted the posts and now that's the end of that. No that's the end of that. No more fun. Strikes. No more fun Don't about do rail tweet. strikes. Honestly. But it's, it's, I just it's post interesting. of me and a mine. <laughs> I post silly photos instead yeah. of like funny words. And that's that's my Twitter. My Twitter going that's forward. It, yeah. Well, my my uh, my mum uh, reads the Daily Mail, and uh, Mick Lynch, the head of Your the favorite. RMT union, uh, one of the one of the two or three big unions, I think, in 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 the UK, mm. um, that that call a lot of these strikes on. Um, the uh, she like the, the 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 Daily Mail call him like Mad Mick, I think, and my mum started calling him Mad Mick, and it's really disappointing. From you know, she's the daughter of a of a miner. Um, my dad was a right, miner, right. husband, you know, a wife to a wife to an ex miner as well. Um, it's just like it's it's disappointing because like these these unions are there. You know, my particular opinion. Um, these unions are there to, to to fight for workers' rights, and you know, you you might get annoyed about them, but you, you, you if you were if you were represented by a union, you'd be bloody glad that they that they existed. Um, yeah. So it's uh, so it's it's difficult, but it's 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 very. I find it very disappointing when people who could um would need the um the, the, the protections of a union uh in the future would will kind of fail to see the bigger picture right, I would say, right, right. um and, and and get upset about it and stuff like that so yeah it's it is disappointing but at the end of the day a lot of, there will be a few people who are who are, who won't be able to attend but i guess most people will be sort of staying in london won't they or or, or getting in somehow i don't no, know no. I'm not sure. I oh, and, I, and with the whole union thing, I mm. I don't know enough about the situation to have an opinion on it, really. Mm. Um, like, if the, you know, I don't know what the ins and outs are, but for the most part, I would support the union and feel bad for them. My, my, my main anger is aimed at the British government for the uh, just relentless incompetence. I, the fact 
the former Prime Minister, whatever her name was, Liz Truss, lost something like thirty billion pounds for the local economy for mm. the for the economy of the UK in a matter of two weeks due to some reckless economic decisions. That could have probably funded all the pay rises for everyone and bridged the gap. But there you go. It's politics mm-hmm. for you, isn't it? That's politics Later for you. Crap, honestly. But whatever happens, we'll have an event. Even if it's just Natsuki and I in a room going, eh, that'll be fun. <laughs> we'll, we'll make it work. We'll, we'll make fun. it work. We'll have fun. Uh, we've got a story this week from Brian. He says, dear fame chasing Chris. Fame chasing Chris. Fame chasing Chris. <laughs> I like word. it. Fame chasing Chris and woke Pete. <laughs> woke Pete. You woke right, Pete. Brian. Put your cock away, mate. I'm Brian from Pennsylvania. <laughs> I like that. We both got slapped in the face. Wow. There. Um, in, in 1995, five other guys and I took part in our university's semester abroad programme at Tokai University in Kanagawa, Ooh. Japan. One evening, four of us students decided to drink at the Dive Izakaya the Dive Izakaya uh, pub, popular with students. After many beers, we got the bright idea to walk out on the tab. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. <laughs> we would leave one by one every 10 minutes. I would go last because my Japanese was sadly the best. You're a monster, Brian. How could you? About 10 minutes after the second guy had left, the one other remaining guy stood up to go. Immediately, a waitress came over to us to inquire if we needed the check. I explained that my friend was grabbing a cigarette, that I was going to the bathroom, and that we wanted two more beers. My friend left, and I went to the bathroom. The bar's layout presented a problem for my getting out unseen. The Izakaya entrance was inside a ratty old building, two and a half floors up a set of stairs. A unisex bathroom was off the landing, and the bar's entrance was just past the bathroom. Sounded like a fucking splinter cell mission. So a bar employee standing at the entrance to the bar would have a clear view of both the... This is just a criminal... The, inside the mind of a criminal here at this point. <laughs> a bar standing at the entrance would have a clear view of both the door to the bathroom and the top of the stairs. In the bathroom, I noticed that a waiter from the bar was staring at me through the window. The peeping Tom disappeared, but I knew he'd be keeping an eye on the bathroom entrance. I then noticed the large open window on the bathroom far wall. The view out the window was a bit intimidating, but in my drunken state, I felt that it was doable. The window faced the back of a building. The drop was 25 feet onto a small dirt area. Then I'd have to climb over a six-foot chain-link fence, all because he didn't want to pay money. I perched myself on the wide windowsill. I dropped down, spun around, hanging along the outside the building, clutching the windowsill. I then pushed off and fell. Had I been sober, I probably would have broken an angle, an ankle. Uh, but I just landed squarely on my feet and went into a backward somersault. And then I hopped the fence. The next day, sober and remorseful, we did the foolish thing of going back to the bar to pay our bill from the night before. The manager threatened to call the cops, but we just let him vent and he eventually took our money. That was that. Cheers, guys. Keep up the good work with the podcast. Brian, the <laughs> criminal. But at least he paid. That was, a, that was a happy end to a story of crime and just sheer unethics. <laughs> what, what the fuck? Why, I, why would anyone do that, though? It just you seems know, very it's complicated. It's, I, I always think with stuff like this, it's always like... What do you know that? Is that worth 20 quid? <laughs> like, is all that worth 20 quid? I would posit that it isn't. Especially when they went back um, sober and remorseful. Uh, when they went back and, uh, and I mean, paid the I, bill. I mean, you know, that was a good story. Um, yeah. Although, I think I think deep down we're all hoping Brian... was a good story. But we're hoping Brian broke his fucking leg while going out the window, <laughs> as I was hoping for. But uh, clearly Brian saw the error of his ways, and yeah. that's the most important thing. If you do wrongdoing you make up for it yeah. you go and tell the bar that could have been a very sad end if he called the police and uh, 
and got deported for not paying <laughs> a bar at Dodgy Ezekiah. Uh, there you go. What's going on in the news this week, though, Mr. Dawson? Tell us what's going down in Japan. Oh, you will not believe what happened at a school this week. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, um, oh, God. Once upon a time, I'll just read the story out, Pat, because it's it's quite nicely written. Once upon a time, in the mountains of Kanagawa Prefecture, a wild boar came down from the forest into the town of Hadano. Uh, the creature began to run amok, uh, charging at the townspeople and causing injuries. Attempts to subdue the beast were unsuccessful, until eventually one man, who had pledged to protect the town, slew the boar with his spear. It sounds like a oh, uh, it sounds like a witcher wild hunt mission, um, <laughs> and uh, and and this happened a few days ago. <laughs> oh my god! Thursday morning, a male boar appeared at one of the entrances to uh, the Aeon uh, Hadano shopping centre, where it charged at an 83-year-old woman who suffered injuries to her head from falling to the Whoa. ground as she tried to dodge the attack. Attack. Uh, the boar then made its way um, 200 metres down the street, where it attacked a man in his 30s, leaving him wounds in his left leg. Uh, then it Jesus. ran around the athletic field of Suhiro um, <laughs> Elementary School uh, roughly 400 metres away from the shopping centre it was there when uh, city animal control employees arrived on the scene and they first attempted to inca- incapacitate the uh, boar using a, uh, a, a cattle prod um, this had little effect because it was fucking massive it just uh, charged multiple times at the animal control uh, officers then uh, Masahiro Iwata deputy chief of the agricultural promotional uh, division Stabbed the ball with a spear, two hundred and fifty centimeter shaft and twenty-four centimeter bladed head, killing the ball. Luckily, the, ch- the school's children were oh. all inside at the time, sparing them both uh, the risk of injury and the trauma of seeing a ball getting stabbed in the head. Um, balls and other potentially oh. dangerous wildlife being put down in the interest of protecting human residents isn't unusual in Japan, but they usually use rifles, not spears. Uh, and they were very surprised, uh, a lot of people who saw what happened, uh, that they were just using spears again. I was going to say it's a Witcher Wild Hunt uh, 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 side mission. It very much is, isn't it? It's very much is. <laughs> but, That's uh, bonkers. I mean, we yeah. we always joke about the, the tyranny of bears and whatnot, but actually wild boars do cause a lot of damage mm. and they're very crazy, scary creatures. Uh, uh, you know, there's uh, the Inari shrines that go up the, the mountainside in Kyoto. They're quite mm. a common site for boars and they have uh, lots of signs being like, stay the bloody hell away from them. Yeah. And I remember we had a story on here once like, that read like a genuine horror film where uh, someone was climbing up alone and they saw two boars having a fight. <laughs> and they you know they were trying to like escape the, the tyranny of the boars mm. very dangerous creatures though and uh, the fact they t- took out like two people in this little town in Kanagawa and then went for the school <laughs> I mean it's pretty I'm it off to the motherfucking scary. school <laughs> oh no it's wild isn't this it this isn't going to end very oh, well oh yeah yeah amazing naughty naughty but if if you go to when I did the Fukushima documentary in the um, the radioactive zone mm. there was just like loads of boars on the loose and there was um loads of like buildings where the glass had smashed and I was like oh people and and in the Fukushima exclusion zone there was a situation where people were coming in breaking into houses and stealing things because thousands of homes were sort of evacuated in the aftermath of the nuclear disaster but I remember the guy in the video and it's in the video actually he like points at a window that's been broken and I'm like, burglars? He's like, no, wild boar, radioactive boars. And there's like these radioactive boars that just sort of wander around Fukushima breaking into buildings and eating all the crackers or doing whatever the fuck boars do. So <laughs> be advised, if you wander around the exclusion zone, 
the more dangerous than the bloody radiation the wild boars mm. that will charge you and eat you um, just as long as you've got a dagger or a spear you'll be fine you can, you can take them out <laughs> that must have been pretty graphic though bloody hell taking a boar down with a spear can you imagine that what, what the fuck I mean they uh, they can go a, f- a pretty decent lick as well and they are uh, it sounded like it was a particularly chunky variant of the wild boar so uh, yeah well Did done that the man the story though the end of the story, right? As a happy ending after all, the mm. boar's body was transported to a local facility uh, that specialises in the cleaning of wild game and its meat will be supplied to nearby restaurants. <laughs> uh, waste a, not, want not. A fantastic <laughs> meal. Yeah, waste not, want not. I mean, I did a video recently with Riotre where we ate a bear uh, in Nagano Prefecture mm. and they cull bears or some bears wander down into the town and they have to put them down and instead oh. of just you know, cremating them or whatever, they basically sell them to the restaurant right. and turn them into dinner. Oh. Is, that, is that ethical? No. <laughs> is anything eth- ethical? Ethical or not? Can't it's do still anything. Delicious. I'll <laughs> Wild boars, bloody delicious. Yeah. Anyway, uh, there you go. Wild boars. We'll be back in just a moment, guy, with the fax machine. Uh, just a moment, guy. Is one person listening? Just a moment, guys, with the fax machine with your stories, comments, and questions. See you in a sec. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. And we're back, Guy. With the fax machine, what's going on this week from our listeners, Mr. Dolson? Oh, Pete from Portsmouth's got in touch, would you believe? And uh, he wants to know all about baldness. I was wondering how baldness was seen in Japan. Is it seen as unattractive or just a normal thing, like here in the UK? Uh, Also, what are some things about yourselves, if any, that Japanese people have maybe found stranger or different when it comes to appearance? Hmm. What do Japanese people find amusing or strange or interesting about your body, Chris? (laughs) 
my body. Your body. I mean, if you put on if you put on weight here, you'll certainly know about it. Bloody <laughs> colleagues or friends. <laughs> you know, I've talked about that at length. How I put on weight once yeah. in my second year, and all the students and all the teachers would be like, "Oh, Chris, you look like you've eaten a truck recently." Hmm. Oh, Chris, you seem to like food, and they'd prod me in the stomach like I was a fucking beach ball, or something, <laughs> which. I was astonished. I was astonished by it because I was like, in the UK, this is abuse, but in Japan, it's fine. It's perfectly reasonable to prod and fat shame everyone. It seems ridiculous. Yeah. That's a boldness, though. I'm not really sure how it's viewed. I think it's it's basically seen as just a normal thing, like in the UK. Yeah. I don't know if boldness is rarer in Japan. Off the top of my head, I can't think of as many people that are bald as as in the UK. I don't know if that's you know, if that's actually has any statistical, official, objective fact in there. But from my experience, mm. I think baldness is a little bit rarer in Japan. Mm. Am I making that up, Pete? Yeah, it's got. A, I mean, yeah, I guess. I, I, yeah, I, I don't know actually, because there must be some kind of genetic differences between uh, Japanese people and uh, and the Brits, I suppose, and or, or, the, or the Westerners, I suppose. Yeah, there must be something uh, something different. Whether that means they're more likely to go bald or less, we just don't know. <laughs> Are you going to go bald? Is not planning on any time soon. Um, um, thing is, I've got a widow's peak. I've always had a very high hairline, uh, but I'm 41. I think I'll be all right. I think I'll, I'll just I'll just thin out a bit. <laughs> My dad's still got hair. <laughs> I mean, it's. Uh, I'm trying to find statistics. I'm not having much luck. I really want to know now, though. God damn it! Percentage of bald males by country, 2022. I found a website, but mm. it doesn't look like it's good. It doesn't seem to be working. <laughs> Fuck. This is really important. <laughs> oh. Apparently, do you know the country that has the highest percentage of males who go bald? Um, answer. Oh, what, the country? Yep. Italy. The highest in the world. Highest in the world. Nope. Italy. Nope. Uh, nope. Russia. Nope. Close. Hmm. Close. Warm. China. Warm. China. No, cold. China. <laughs> um, cold still. Know. Where is it? Ukraine. Czech Republic. 43% are... Either losing their hair or lost their hair entirely. I wonder uh, why. America's thirty nine percent, and Japan. It doesn't say, but it does say Asian countries tend to have a lower percentage of male baldness when compared to other countries. China uh. is a country where the number of people who go bald is very low, as is Japan. So no numbers there, hard numbers. But yeah, apparently it is rare in Asia after all. Yeah, I wasn't making that up. Woohoo! Uh. Smart now. Uh, there you go. And there you go. One interesting fact from the podcast this week. Czech mm. Republic, highest case of male baldness in the world. We got one here from Etienne from Switzerland. He says, hi, pertinent Pete, and not any more cholesterol Chris. Oh. Not any more cholesterol Chris. <laughs> you know what? I did want to check my cholesterol. I have lost six to seven kilograms since June, and I'm in good shape at the moment. And I do think I probably have better cholesterol than I had back in June but I didn't do a blood test I'll do one when I get back from the UK at which point it'll be very very bad indeed after what I intend to eat while Mm. I'm back over Christmas Uh, (laughs) Chris is it okay to strike up conversations randomly with people at bars or should I should I sit staring at my drink until someone talks to me what's the bar etiquette cheers guys Etienne from Switzerland you know it's it's perfectly acceptable in a Japanese bar to talk to people randomly and often encouraged if it's like a, a bar where you're sat at the counter amongst a group of people then it's very much easy to just 
turn and start chatting to someone they might make the first move mm. or the person work at the restaurant will more often than not have a chat so yeah if you want to start talking to people at a bar or a restaurant in japan get the counter seats counter seats are where the action is and um yeah i think you'll be all right to be honest mm. what do you reckon pete you've had a lot of luck in that field <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think bar seats um, facing the facing the counter. I don't know what it's like now uh, in Japan with uh, the whole um, COVID thing. I mean, I guess there's a lot of plastic mm. sheets between you and the you and the the staff. But uh, yeah, I, I would say sort of sit sit at the counter. Um, I don't know, wear a jazzy top. I don't know. I don't know. It sort of make people <laughs> talk to you. I'll just talk to them. Wear take take the take top. the first uh, take the initiative. I suppose, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Wear a jazzy top. That will get them talking. Oh, you have a very jazzy top. Sigoy. What the shit? Jazz top. That's a shit opener. <laughs> look at my it's top. Awful. Imagine if you went. Look at my top. Look at my top, everyone. There were there were two Japanese blokes uh, on the train into West Ham. Uh, why was I going there? Can't remember. Anyway, um, but I had the world's jazziest trousers on. Like they look like um, they look like uh, wallpaper, right? And and everyone's mm. everyone. Um, to a man uh, very rude about those trousers <laughs> very rude oh, about no. these trousers Chris my crazy <laughs> trousers I do like I do like well cut jazzy trousers right and they right. um and they were just and and I and they were they were clearly fashionistas because um, one of them had a cane for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> he had like a really oh. he had a little pimp cane, and uh, and and they were clearly very well dressed. But <laughs> they were talking in Japanese again. I could every every fifteenth word I picked out, and uh, and when I stood up, they just stopped talking. And <laughs> and just looked at my trousers, and I really wish I'd just oh, turned them Lord. away. Chigaimas. <laughs> trouser trouser mistake. Actually, trouser mistake trouser. sounds terrible. I've had a trouser mistake. <laughs> Mummy, I've had a trouser mistake. Oh my god. <laughs> I had a trouser mistake today. I was at Oh dear. Uh I was at lunch with Charlotte and she just knocked the fucking tea yes. all over the table. Yes. Uh, and it went down the table, across my trousers, yep. and and it wasn't good. I was very, <laughs> very angry. And uh Bless her, bless her. That was a trouser mistake. Trouser got one mistake. here from Harry, who says, Hello, Chris. Curious Chris and peculiar Pete. My name's Harry and I'm from Essex. Pete, South End isn't that bad. Is it easy being vegetarian or vegan in Japan now? Am I able to just walk in and find a dish, or will it require doing some research, says Harry. Well, Harry, it'll require lots of research. It's still pretty hard to find vegan uh, food in Japan. Vegetarian food, not so much. Um, but most things in Japan have fish stock in them, dashi, um, which, of course, is very much not vegan. Um, <laughs> and there's a lot of other ingredients like that that uh, are sprinkled in things. But vegetarian, easy, I'd say. Vegetarian, not so much. Would you agree? Sorry, vegetarian, easy, vegan, not so much. Uh, would you agree with me, Pete? Yeah, definitely. Is South End bad? It's, it's, <laughs> South End's great. Oh, did I say that South End was bad? Oh, I mean, maybe it is a really bad. Um, but yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think being vegetarian is a lot easier than being vegan. Although, although it may have changed in the last two years. They may have went straight back to being absolute carnivores. <laughs> yeah. I remember I did a video on Jenny Cross Japan. I did that episode where I had to become vegan for a day as a challenge. Mm. And it was a disaster. I literally ate a banana and <laughs> like an orange. And that was my day. I went in a convenience store and I was like, there's nothing. The sandwich is here. There's nothing here I can mm. eat. So I just got a banana. And that was my vegan diet. And it was an awful, just awful a lot of bananas. Video. But luckily it was in a nice place. I made mm. up for it. Uh, <laughs> well, but they do a bit of research, Harry. Honestly, um, 
you're speaking to the wrong guy, I'm afraid. As someone who's decidedly not vegan, I am very unaware of what it must be like to, to live as a vegan. Although Sharla does live with that sort of lifestyle or has done over the years, um, she's a lot more careful than I am. So the good thing about being with Sharla is uh, I, I've, eaten, I've started eating a lot less meat. Yes. You know, and that's been good. Though hasn't completely stopped. And in fact, straight after this podcast, I'm going out for some steak with my friend. Oh, that's Yay. that sounds nice. I um, I last night had a had a vegan burger because um, they've started putting the um, calories on everything in menus and pubs. And I, and I look at that and I sort of go, I mean, that's that um, that having like a roast dinner is like two thousand calories. It's like that's all your calories on oh. the day. It's insane stuff. It really is. <laughs> Well, when I did my walk across Tokyo with Pete the other day, right, uh, it was, I think, 25, 25 kilometres. We did 30,000 steps. Mm. How many calories do you think we burned? Give us the numbers again. 25 kilometres, 30,000 steps, walking from Asakusa to, to uh, Shibuya. 25 kilometres walking how many calories? I think it's probably surprisingly low. It's probably like, well, it's probably like 2,000. 2000 yeah it was uh, so I, I worked it out and apparently it's uh, 1500 calories yeah shit you, you think that that would be like day, I walk forever <laughs> yeah it felt like an odyssey it was like Lord of the Rings fucking level going to Mount Doom right except yeah. it was Shibuya Crossing instead and like yeah I was like oh I must have burnt like 100,000 calories or something and it's like you've burnt fuck all and during the day because I was like oh we're burning all the calories I can eat whatever I want the first thing we ate was a dish literally called big fried chicken and it was a massive chicken the size of a pancake and it was like 20 family mark chickens stuck together at once then we had like a pizza then we had yakitori then we had burgers and I probably ate like 5,000 calories during the day. So mm. despite my 25-kilometer walk, my epic journey across Tokyo, I did not get the calorie deficit that I so sorely craved and deserved and thought I had. <laughs> so I'm going to have to go and do it again now and eat some fucking cabbages on the way instead. Seriously, you can like... I was speaking to my good friend Ian, who comes on Journey Across Japan, and... Mm. Uh, he loses weight by just like being very careful with what he eats and what i found over time is that it's it's what you eat really that defines if you lose weight or put it on um, exercise is is one part of it but it's more like what you eat right you can make a big change by just being careful and i remember yeah. on the walk we also ate some kit kats and i looked down and realized that the kit kats had eradicated most of my progress from the walk again mm. But they're so good. You can't. You can't. I do. They say you can't train out a bad diet. I think that's what they say, don't they? They do. They do. Mm. Especially if you've got sake Kit Kats at your disposal. <laughs> and I, have you had? Have you ever had a sake Kit Kat? Yeah, I think you gave me one. I think you, uh, when when the first time you came through, uh, or the second time you came back to London after uh, Japan, I think you brought some sake Kit Kats. Yeah. They're they're nicely kind of like, yeah, they're nicely pitched. They're not too sweet, not too not too sake-ish, I think. Yeah, nice. <laughs> not too sa- not I think too they've got 0.06% sake in them so there kids you can't buy them <laughs> they're all for me and maybe if you're lucky Father Christmas will bring you some sake Kit Kats <laughs> all the way to London next week keep mm. the stories questions podcasts podcasts keep podcasts. the stories keep questions the podcasts coming, coming in. in send us some podcasts guys <laughs> 
Send them over, guys. Send them into the comments. At abroadinjapanpodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back later in the week to do all over again. But for now, guys, no matter where you might be, out there in the big wide world, have yourself a great few days. And we'll see you right back here to do it all over again on the Abroad in Japan podcast. Bye for now. It's steak time. It's steak time, baby. Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.